Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. It is now 2024. Uh, it's the first stream of the year, uh, and we are uh, on episode 66, uh, and we have a lot to get over, get through. Unfortunately, we are going to be without uh, B, uh, not B, fuck, uh, Weavra, uh, so Bingo is uh, not going to be. Everybody else is, though. Todd is going to be a little late, but he should be here in the next 15 minutes or so. Um, so, hi, Corgan. Good to see you, buddy. Um, let me get this. There we go. Uh, move my mic more to the side, and we're good. So, uh, we're, we have a lot to get into. I, this uh, running late because of many technical difficulties, but we're uh, starting, off, starting off the year strong. Um, not a lot to go over to begin with on the year. Uh, we have uh, just, we're going to be continuing on. Uh, into 2024 as scheduled. Uh, there should be uh, a few things that come up uh, that will be exciting that I'll have more announcements for coming soon. Uh, I, I will be resuming the Baldur's Gate 3 uh, series on the YouTube channel probably next week, just because this week is going to be very busy for work for me since I was sick all this last week. Um, still kind of stuffed up, so if you see, see me uh, mute and cough, that's why. But, uh, luckily, not COVID, just a cold. Um, so, we're going to get into it. Uh, this this should be fun. Uh, enjoy some psychological trauma, maybe, uh, with with the players. And uh, we will we'll see what we can get into. So, uh, let's see what everyone's up to, and we'll get into this D&D. Alright, you guys ready to play some Dungeons & Dragons? Yes. Dungeons and Dragon D's nuts across your face. Ha. Got him. <laughs> so. Let's, uh, let's... Music is up. Let's play and start playing a little bit of music here. Um, we'll go with... Alright. Now for the first session of 2024. Last we left off, you, the rat bastards, made your way through uh, the tunnels of Arondor, a, uh, a one of the last dwarven, great dwarven keeps uh, in all of Amrael. And after sneaking through uh, large cities uh, filled with devils, meeting a um, meeting a, a disgruntled yet uh, uh, kind of weird um, elvish wizard named Orth Orthalus and his uh, and his dwarf companion um, convincing him to come along with you to the deeper vault to show you the way uh, you eventually ran into uh, ran, ran past a army of demons that were uh, by the looks of it attempting to reach farther into our endure. However, that you decided that that was not your, um, not, not your job to deal with. So you snuck past them and continued on to the ruler's resting place where you were able to successfully sneak past the sentry guards and their disintegrating ray, uh, uh like lights that shone through the hallway. Eventually made your way to a resting place, a, a house mansion manor type place where you found a uh, 
a local lordling uh, who was uh, who was taking up respite there on his way to the ruler's resting place. After some forced conversation with him from your group, uh, you eventually convinced him that uh, you weren't going to kill him, and then he eventually convinced you that he could help you. Uh, after calling off of after calling off his what seemed to be uh, his dwarvish version of Secret Service men, uh, the Shadows of Arondor, uh, you were all escorted via minecart trolley to the gate of the Deeper Vaults. Uh, you said your goodbyes uh, with with the with the would be lordling, and uh, he left you with a um, he left you with a, an insignia uh, on it, or a little a little emblem that. Uh, and he stated that this emblem should grant you passage past the first set of centuries. Um, that emblem being, I think he handed it to Zane, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, I believe so. It was an it was an emblem with a it was a round emblem uh, that had a uh, a book and a hammer uh, plastered on the center of it. Um, and now the trolley has gone away, and all of you are here at the deeper vaults. Uh, the door in front of you is a large marble door with all sorts of ingrained, um, like, little scripture, whether that be in Dwarvish or in, there's, in some languages you just don't understand. Uh, and then you also see little implants of, like, where certain keys could pro will pro would probably go. And they all kind of look like different shaped keyholes. Um, in front of you are two large Dwarvish statues with with beaming eyes that are currently circling around. Uh, as you stop, they, they look at you and they immediately turn off as they see the little emblem uh, of the lordling that you that you just had left behind. So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you got a locked door in front of you and you have been told by Ornithalist that there's potentially a back door somewhere into the deeper vaults. So, what do you guys want to try to do? I need to get my notes out because I don't have those right now. Any th are you are you are you just are we just gonna I'm be quiet? At the door. I okay. mean, I'm trying to. I was waiting for you to do something. But uh, I'll, I'll push the door. You're gonna walk up and push the door. Yeah. You make a strength check. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. You go to push on the door. It doesn't budge. You feel um, you feel an immense pressure against your push. Like something is definitely keeping the doors from being opened. I would like to walk up and knock on the door. Okay, you gonna knock on the door? Yeah. Knock, knock. Your knocks echo through the hall. The sentries, uh, both, both there, you see their stone heads slowly turn at you, but their eyes do not glow. Mm. Is there anything I can use from the book that would help us here? Um, hmm... Yes, there is a, there is a, going back to that book, is this the one you took from uh, Ornthalus's 
keep, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is a there is a there is if we remember correctly, there is a line of scripture in there that states uh that if you speak if you speak one's truth, the guardians may let you pass. Okay. I'll give this a shot. You can make an intelligence check if you want to Sure. If if you want to attempt to try to gleam any more from that. That was really good. Uh Sorry, mapping. 23. 23. Uh, that's really good, actually. Um, you would... You know the subtleties of dwarvish culture. You know that the, the dwarves tend to value seeking the importance in one's life and, and one's... Well, in one, one's purpose. Uh, what, what you mean to do with who you are. And you would maybe gauge that the uh, the the poem is stating that maybe it'll give you entry if you maybe if you say your deepest darkest truth, something you keep hidden. That's an option. Maybe so. Maybe it could be even something simpler than that. Maybe it could be something as simple as saying your name. I, the truth is, my name is this. Uh, any, you would get the sense that maybe a deep dark secret may may need to be revealed, but you're not for sure on that. Hmm. My name is Zane Rona of Ebrax, and my father has helped build many weapons of mass destruction. Would be the best way to put it. One of them possibly being in this vault. One of the, um, one of the sentinels, or, uh, statues, turns its head towards you and nods. And all of you watch Zane blip out of, out of existence. What? Uh... We'll get to you in a second, Zane. Does anyone know what just happened? Beep. Because I'm assuming that he didn't actually tell us what said in, what it said in the book, right? Uh, no, all you all you heard him say is, my name is Zane, Zane Rona, and then delve into a truth, the fact about himself. And you just watch him literally just vanish. It was like, you blink your eyes and he's gone. hand out where he was he's not there it's gone alan like looks where i i don't understand what you, uh, or or any well I, I don't i don't know like maybe he just maybe he's dead i look under the door <laughs> you can't see through the crack under the door it's it's like airtight okay does anyone re recall exactly what he said? Besides his name? Uh, Alan's gonna make a... See, yeah, Alan was listening. Um, Say it's something about... Um, 
I don't know, maybe, uh, something about how he's from Ebrax, and that his dad's responsible for a bunch of weapons of mass destruction, and potentially ones inside the vault. Maybe he wanted to keep that secret? Maybe he wanted to keep that a secret? I don't know. I mean, we all met his dad. He seems like the kind of person who probably would make that kind of stuff, so... Yeah... Well, I'm not sure how much of a secret that is. Well, let me try one. Alright. Uh, he's gonna walk, Alan's gonna walk up. My name is Alan. No last name. Uh. My father, Alwyn, was the head druid. Uh. Over in, uh over in Ushar and he went crazy and killed like a bunch of people and he's the reason that I am inflicted with lycanthropy and um my mother she Lura she tried to kill my father but my father trapped her soul inside of a gem and as he says that you see Alan blip out of existence he's dead so he's pretty cool his mom's in a gem you know she got that gem membership <laughs> uh, alright Elka's gonna walk up and say uh, my name is Elka Burningheart and I uh, ran away from my family because I was uh, ashamed that I can't do magic and <laughs> uh, I'm very happy that I've seen my uncles recently and that they're helping us and uh, also I'm part dragon and then she's gonna pull back her um her like sleeve and show the like gold scales that she has uh, gotten, and say, and uh, I'm starting to grow gold scales. Right, and as you say, and uh, you see Elka disappear. I'm worried. I kill people. I like it. That's it. A pretty open book, I guess. The statues will turn their head and look at you. And nod their head no. Oh. Uh. Who else is left? That's, uh. Vivra, Beep, Ornthalis, uh, Celica, uh, Alara, and, uh, Vivra. And by the way, Vivra is like panic walking around, like everyone's just disappearing. He's like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I think his passive—I think his passive perception. I think he'd know what's going on. Right, but he's still very deeply concerned about all of you. So. Oh, fair enough. Uh, uh I killed a kid's parents and their uncle. Should I, should I just uh killed two people in the last city I was in? 
don't know, I'm pretty open about this. Nothing's really a secret. You will hear a creeping voice into your head, Ori. Them about us. What? Tell them about us. Uh, 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 possessed by a demon. Or he disappears. <laughs> I want to go next. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, voice in my head. <laughs> I, uh, I, I gotta go be with Ori. Uh, Alara, you uh, you're on the you're on his head. You watch like Ori disappears underneath your uh, underneath your feet. I'm bewildered. I'm gonna look up and be like, my name is Alara, and I like cheese. It'll just nod your head. The things will nod their head. No. You mean shake their head? Oh, yeah, shake their head, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Sorry, it was, bother it was bothering me, I'm sorry. You gotta turn around and look at everybody else and be like, what does this mean? <laughs> well, I, I don't, I, I, little one, I have, I, I do not know. Um, Maybe I could try. Uh, Maybe uh, from what I gather, tell a secret. And uh, by the looks of it, I don't think you liking cheese is a secret. Anyways, um, hello, my name's Arn Thales. Um, yeah, uh, all right. Full name. Ontalus Verbenis. Um, I, uh, legendary, great, elvish mage. And, uh, well, to be honest, um, I'm not that great at magic, actually, and he'll disappear. What? Over your peg. Rest. Celica walks. God damn it. Well, that's a weird way to find out. Anyways, uh, Celica Orin, uh, I, uh, instead of fighting for my people, I hid in the post office. And when they found me in the post office, I ran to Ornthalus's tower. And then I unlocked the door to his tower and let the demons in so they could go after him and he'll disappear. I'm becoming bewildered because I don't want to be left alone. So I'm going to look up and be like, <laughs> I killed a man! <laughs> <laughs> and the statues will look at you confused. The hell happened to Alara? And just like shake, you know, it'll <laughs> shake. <laughs> it'll, it'll like shake their heads, like sort of no. Almost and and make you can make an. God, this is weird asking Alara this. Make an intelligence check. Fail, just automatic. Oh, I'm sure. Hold on. Is this shit like updated? I I updated. I think I updated your character sheet. Yeah. No, I meant, like, actually roll, roll 20. One up my... It should be. One hot minute. My shit's slow. Yeah, the new update's kind of slow. Yeah. It has been. Okay, we said intelligence. I'm sorry. Intelligence or intimidation? Intelligence. So just a negative... Minus one for you. No, oh, Jesus. Fuck. So roll d20 and minus one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
uh, Alara, as far as you can, can tell, uh, you're very confused as to the things you're saying. Like, you really don't understand because you just heard a bunch of people say a bunch of things that are really bad, and you said something that you understood as being really bad, and nothing happened. You're, uh, sh sh to, to put it shortly, you're confused. I'm gonna start crying. Alaris gonna start crying because she does not understand why every statues might take Ori, pity. Ori's gone. Yeah, Ori is gone, and she is just bawling. She's <laughs> beep, beep of Weavra. See like the biggest deep sigh from the from the uh, statues. Make a uh, make a persuasion check, Alara. Persuasion. Yes, please. Thirteen. You're lucky I rolled really low. Uh, they will just like. You'll see them sigh, shake their heads, and Alara will disappear. So. Beep's going to motion for Viva to go. <laughs> Weaver will walk up. And just say, this, this one, uh, this one is hated by his found family. Not this one, but the one before. Um, this one, uh, has killed many people to survive. Uh, this one also ate them, and he'll disappear. Oh. Like, we didn't know that he eats people. I thought you oh. said he ate his family. Like, I don't know why he didn't. <laughs> I'd be kind of fucked up. So, I, who else is around now? Is it just, that, um... it's, it's you and Thaddeus, who just okay. showed up. Hi, Todd. Hello. So, Todd. Yeah. To, give, to give you a little update. Currently, currently uh, what you've seen, at uh, you guys are standing outside the Deeper Vault. Zane read a passage inside the book that he found in Ornthalus' castle that stated, uh, speak your true self and gain, and the guard, and, and the, and the guards will gain, gain you entry. Uh, so what Zane did is he walked up and said his name and then told a secret and everyone's caught on to the fact that that is the case. So it's only you and beep left. You've watched everybody disappear in front of your eyes, just like blip and be gone. So, you've just been sitting quietly as uh, as all this is happening. So. My name is Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling. Kicked out is my secret. Well, probably not. They, they, the, the statues will look at you, roll their eyes, and, and shake their head no. <laughs> No I shot, Thaddeus. Welcome to the session, Todd. <laughs> okay. what? Uh, go again, what I witnessed? You've witnessed all of your friends, except for Beep, now, uh, walk up 
say their full name and then say say a what what's presumed to be a deep dark secret. Uh, for instance, uh, Elka has shown that she has dragon scales growing on her arm, and that's what got her to teleport away. That was my deep secret. Ornthalus is that. Or Ornthalus said that the the his secret was that he's actually not that good at magic. He's this, you know, archmage. My uh, name is Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling. I hate my mother. The Statues will look at you with a confused look. And you can make an intelligence check or a insight check. Probably insight will be slightly better for you. Intelligence check? Yes. Or, or a... Uh, an insight check. You would... You would gain from their confused look that they're maybe looking for a little more detail. Other than, I hate my mother. My name is Thaddeus Sterling. Removed from the house of Sterling. And that is the reason that I hate my mother. Because she failed to be a mother and listen to my father. Beep, you'll watch Thaddeus disappear. Now, beep. Beep will... What's up, buddy? Beep will <laughs> confidently walk up between the two statues and heal <clears throat> I who ascended the great tree of God's valley and learned the truth of this world am Beep but my true name is Alval Neronia Cantero crown prince of Heligheim of the Usha Archipelago you, uh, Beep you will disappear you hear Beep speak English? <laughs> Like, we didn't hear. We didn't hear shit. You guys didn't hear shit. <laughs> 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 Lord last. Lord Duff. Like, Lord the soundproofing in this room is crazy. I was say it's like when you take fucking ten Benadryl and you see a skinwalker stand on two legs. No Beep. I just want to say this: the last eight hours of my life have totally fucking sucked. Thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I didn't know when you were going to dump that on him, but they, nobody knows still. That's fantastic. Nobody knows. Oh, you set him up for this. No, I didn't. Yeah. I really didn't. I had no idea he was going to do that. Cool. Awesome. Just a beep and he teleported. That would have been really funny. That would have been really funny. <laughs> beep doesn't even teleport. <laughs> Beep. Beep, beep. Like, what more secrets do I have? Beep just shows up at the Cordae Orum because of that just right there. 
Alright. All of you teleport. We'll start with... We'll go in order. Zane. Mm -hmm. You find yourself in a familiar-like place. A lab. Science lab. Maybe a blacksmith. You look around. Your eyes are foggy. Book in hand, you look around and you see no one but yourself. And the reason why you see no one but yourself is that on every wall in this room is a reflective surface. A mirror-like surface. Uh, and all you see is yourself. Multiple. You, you, you look down the line and because there's multiple mirrors reflecting yourself, you see multiple versions of yourself going down an endless hallway of mirrors. And it's an, on an octagon shape. But inside this room is a blacksmithing table. A, um, what looks to be a forge. A, uh, a place to mount something. You see a hammer. A, um, a pile of ore. And you see no door. Hmm. Keep that in mind. Okay. Next person. Who was it? It was uh, Alan that went in, so then it would have been uh, Elka. Elka. You find yourself in a room. Uh, this room is large. Uh, vaulted ceilings up to about 100 feet tall. And you find find yourself with pillars. Going up. Just like in... um, j Just like uh, when you were... In the city of uh, of Nentorum, similar architecture, pillars going up to the ceiling, but in, in the middle of this room, this great hall, you find a pile of gold, coins, jewelry, uh, chalices, and underneath all of that, you find yourself face to face with a large, probably ancient bronze dragon sleeping currently next up I believe it was was it Ori? yeah it was Ori Ori you find yourself in what looks to be a dojo a training hall um you see uh yourself in a in a wooden floored area with stone walls and standing across from you is a dummy, like a almost like a uh, like a fighting dummy. Uh, you look around, and all you see on the walls are like bamboo swords and wooden swords and wooden axes and wooden shields. Um, Alara, you wait. You open your eyes, and you find yourself in a meadow. A um, almost ethereal place where it feels familiar. You, you remember back to your time with the Mother of All Serpents. And it reminds you of that briefly, but you look up and where there, would, where there should be a sun is a reflective some sort of reflective rock or crystal. And you're in the middle of this meadow, and in front of you, in front of you sits a, a stag, large deer-like creature, 
But when you look closer at it, it's, it has more than two eyes. It has six eyes that go down its face. A biblically accurate angel. And and uh, there's also this giant giant sign on its neck that says from the Bible. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> like from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's staring at you intently, not moving. The next up we have, well, we would have Weaver, but he's not here, so we'll keep that until next session. We'll go over what he went through then. Um. Now we have Thaddeus. Else? Thaddeus, you find yourself in a familiar place. A house. Wooden house. Elvish architecture. And sitting in front of you is a person. Really se seems to be a person. And they have long, blonde, elvish hair. And they're not paying attention to you. They have what looks to be a long draped cloak on dark green, like silk, uh, with golden trim. And they seem to have also a, almost like a wool apron on. And they seem to be mending or cooking something inside of the kitchen. You find yourself in like this living room, dining room area of, of an elvish home. Um, <laughs> beep. You find yourself next to a tree in the middle of this cavern. Almost, it reminds you of the Tree of Life back in Arun, but smaller. And the leaves are, instead of being gold, they're a pink magenta. And sitting at the base of that tree is a familiar face. It's yourself. Except it's you without an eye patch. It's you dressed in dapper clothing. You recognize this person. It's you before you left Ushar. And they he stares at you blankly. So, now that I've described all of your uh, all of your situations, we'll go back to Zane. Mm -hmm. And how we're going to do this is we're going to do this based off of uh, we're going to do this uh, based off a of turn based. Uh, combat, uh, not combat te technically, but turn-based. So every so, Zane, you find yourself in a in this black blacksmith workshop. You find yourself uh, with all the tools to make something, all the ore to make something, but you find yourself in this octagon-shaped, mirrored room. What do you want to do? I will uh, take up the hammer. Okay. And I will proceed to for proceed to forge armor, as I do not smith primarily to kill, but to protect. Okay, you go to grab the ore, and it's impossibly heavy. Okay, so you can try to make a straight. You can try to make an athletics check if you want to try to lift that. Yeah, we'll try. I don't know. I was going to go very good. <laughs> nope, that's a six. And try as you might, it's almost as if the, the ore itself is melted onto the other sets of ore. You simply cannot lift it up. There has to be something else to, to do in this room. You said there was a lab, right? Yeah, it's science lab. It's a science lab and for and black blacksmith 
forge. Is there any chemicals I could use to uh, sort of get rid of the solidified hunk of ore? Make down to like possibly smaller chunks. Make an investigation check. That's right up my alley. Uh, 18. 18. After searching around, you do find a few soluble liquids that are could be used as some sort of acid. Um, however, when you go to grab them and look at them, they do not move off of the table. It's almost as if they are glued to the table. You can okay. make, make a strength check if, or an athletic check if you want. Are you sure we'll try? That's better. I can make it better, too. Um, let's go with a 21. 21. You go to grab what looks to be acid, and you lift, and you just lift it off the table. It is horrendously heavy. So, we will, as you go to grab that and take it over to the metal, uh, we'll say your action is, uh, is doing the investigation, finding it, and pouring it. As you pour it, you do notice the the acid starting to work on this metal. However, it doesn't it doesn't make the metal melt. It makes it brittle. Hmm. But that. but we will come back to you next, um, Elka. You find yourself in this great hall with a, with this ancient bronze dragon. It seems to be sleeping. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to try and go stealth and uh, see if there's like a door or something to get out of this room that I've been magically teleported into. Make a stealth check. I don't have bronze. I don't have a bronze dragon step block up one. There we go. What'd you get for stealth? I got 23. You go to sneak. And you hear in a deep, rumbled, in common voice. Little rabbit. Why must you hide and sneak away from me come let me see your face I promise I will not harm you uh I guess I will like stand up straight suddenly like in shock and kind of look back at the dragon his eyes are, uh, eyes are still closed by the way Is there, like, a specific, like, light source that I should, that, like, I can step into? Uh, this, this cavern is pretty lit up, and it's almost magically lit. So if you just stand within his, within what you would presume is his viewpoint, he... I will take one step forward towards it, towards the dragon. Is, uh, you'll see his... Dragons have multiple eyelids. You'll see the top one open and then the side one open up to to the right. 
and just a single green emerald eye will open and look at you. Now that's better. You can come forward. I promise. I mean you no harm. You are here for a reason, little rabbit. And I am here to figure out why. I can tell you why I'm here. Oh. Is it greed? Is it for a better cause? Perhaps you aim to find what's going on with that, and he will look at your arm. Those answers, those, the answers to your questions could be right around the corner. But I'm here to truly find why you're here. I'm here to find the Cordeorum so that we can save the world. Ah, the gem of life. Noble cause, but to save the world. I do not sense the world in peril. There is a city besieged by blue dragons, and I fear that if we do not stop them, they will continue to decimate and destroy the world. Oh. Blue dragons, you say? What an awful lot. I never got along with them in the first place. But them destroying some city doesn't really have anything to do with me. However, if that is your goal, it is a noble one. And if you're willing to pursue it to the fullest... You may very well find your gem of life. Now, tell me, what is it you're really after? And we're gonna go to a different, uh, a different person. Um, Ori, you find yourself in this dojo. Uh, across from you is this training dummy with what seems to be, as it, as you stare at it, you see it take different forms. Um. And you watch it, like, grow and shape itself. It oddly looks kind of like you, but in a weird wooden straw form. And it's wielding a wooden axe in one hand and a wooden glaive in the other. Uh, hello? It stares blankly at you. Uh, do I have my weapons on me? You go to look. They are not there. I'll, uh... I'll go grab the wooden axe and, uh, wooden... and, uh, bamboo sword. Okay. Um, just so you're aware, the wooden axe is a... Uh, it is considered a battle axe, but it is a wooden axe, so it's a d6. And the wooden sword is a d6 as well. Okay. So that's basically good. As you grab the two weapons, you hear in your mind, it means to test you. Test us. Hunt. Feed. Kill. You'll hear in your voice. You'll hear in your head. Well, I'm doing all the work, so I mean. <laughs> you. Also, would... I didn't know you liked 
uh, uh, the death of uh, straw men. You take nine points of psychic damage as your as your <laughs> as your head just feels like it's going to explode. I can't bust this guy's balls. All right. <laughs> He made a good point about the demon sword not actually taking any real life, and you punish him for it. I punish him for nothing. The demon does. Uh. <laughs> and who's playing the demon? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Who's playing the demon? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go attack. If hey, I still have, like a turn, uh, I'll go attack the dummy. Yeah. So equipping the weapons is is just using an item. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you can you can uh, go ahead and roll initiative for me. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Uh, you go second. Okay. So uh, as you go to raise your sword, you see this giant dummy dive in on you with your great axe. Well, it looks to be a a wooden form of your great axe, and it's going to. I was gonna say Jesus Christ. And it's going to swing at you. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Uh, that does... Where is... The... There it is. Uh, that does... Do, 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 14 points of slashing damage. And then the glaive is going to come overhanging at your neck. That's uh, another 27. Or 24, sorry. 24. Um, that will do 10 points of slashing damage. And then it's going to extra attack you. Uh, that is 21 to hit. Uh, yep. Okay. With an offhand... Well, I guess the glaive was the offhand, so um, this would be the second. Should be the main. Yeah, is the glaive the main or the axe the main? The axe. Axe is the main. So the, this 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 would technically be the second main. Um, uh, it's uh, another ten points of slashing damage as it cuts into you. You then see steam start to pour off of it, and you see it like like limbering itself up. And it's starting to look more and more like you, just wooden. Your turn. Alright. Uh, plus the hit is your uh, normal plus 11. Just as an FYI. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Uh, is you mean my normal for my X? Uh, whatever your normal is for your. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, twenty-seven. My hits. A D six plus your <clears throat> plus your strength modifier and proficiency modifier. Okay. Then I'll use extra attack. Okay. 
25. Mm-hmm. 13. 13? Okay. Then bonus action. All right. Uh, <clears throat> now 20. Nice. And... Twenty-one damage. Okay. Then I'll action surge. Okay. Max attack. It's a nineteen, so it's a crit. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Um. It's twenty-one. Okay. And then extra attack. That is 26. That hits. And that's 16. Okay. It's still up. It still looks pretty alright. Alright. <laughs> Um, you're not necessarily cutting through this, uh, creature or this thing. It's more or less your wooden swords are bouncing off of it, but crushing into it. Okay. And, and like sort of kind of trying to cut in, but it's wood on wood. So, all right, next, uh, keep in mind what you want to do on your next turn, Nate, but we are going to go to Alara. Alara. You find yourself staring at this stag-like creature. It has six eyes. Its horns are just massive. Um, and it's standing at the top of this grassy knoll that you find yourself in. Uh, it seems to be staring intently at you, but not doing anything remotely aggressive towards you. I will attempt to mount the steed. You're going to walk up and try to <laughs> mount Ride the, the stag. <laughs> oh. Get your mind out of your gutter, Todd. <laughs> Not that type of mounting, Todd. Okay. Um, you take five steps towards this creature, and it kind of, like, bows its head at you. Two eye or two sets of eyes are staring at the ground, and one set of eyes is staring directly into your eyes. I'm gonna reach my hand out just to see if it'll like you know come to me. Make an animal handling check. Eighteen. Okay. It will slowly stick, take one step towards you, and it's one stride equates to probably about 30 of your own steps. It's this, you would estimate it'd probably be every bit of like 40 feet tall from its horns down to the ground. Top of its horns down to the ground. It will slowly step up to you and lower its nose down into your hand and brush its nose down in, like, uh, like up against your hand. 
as as it touches you, you feel a sudden buzz coming from your um, like coming from basically your ch your chest region, your heart, and you feel it starting to beat a little faster. And then it starts to be rapid. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, you fall unconscious. Oh. Next person. Nice. <laughs> Good start. Oh. Oh. We'll come. We'll come back to you next time. <laughs> um. All right. Next person would be. Oh my eye! Fuck. Did you get a bear fur in there? No. Fuck. Let me kiss it. No. Well, yes, but no. Um. Wait, all right. Wait. Next person would be Vibra, but he's not here, so we'll go with Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Yes. You find yourself in this kitchen Bear. living room area. Um Elvish design, and you see this person. This elvish man, woman, hard to tell from behind, wearing long emerald green silk robes with with gold uh like trim and wearing like this woolen apron seems to be cooking something. What do you want to do? look at my hands okay do they look like a child you look down at your hands they do look awfully childlike I am going to say good morning mother May I go out and play? The person in front of you will turn and standing in front of you is your mother. She smiles at you. Just goes, Oh dear. So long as you don't stay out too late, your father does get angry when that happens and don't spend too much time running around the woods with no ethic. You, could, you two do get lost sometimes. Mother, can can Noetic come over for dinner tonight? Oh, honey. Uh, that might be a problem with your father, but I can certainly check with him. If, so can you wait for my Mother, answer? why do you always have to check with Papa? You what? know he listens to what you say, Mother. Well, honey, it's... Unfortunately, more difficult than that. Your your father is a busy man, and sometimes he doesn't need the distraction of another child in the home. I know, Mother, but I don't ever feel like I'm good enough for Daddy. Oh, that's nonsense, honey. Your father loves I you. I don't think so. He doesn't like Noetic. Well, why would he not like Noetic? I don't know. He just... I just don't think he does. 
I mean, Noetic is my best friend. Well, I'm sure it, if, if there is any disdain towards him, I'm sure it's only out of worry. I mean, Noetic is a eager and um, boisterous young boy. I mean, he does get into trouble with his parents quite a lot, so maybe your father's just worried that you'll get caught up in all of that. Is it because he's part human? <sighs> Thaddeus. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's okay. Hey. Noetic is perfectly fine with me. But your father... He lets... Our elvish heritage get into his brain sometimes. And, you know, sometimes he just goes a little too far. So, I, you know what? I'll, maybe Noetic can come over. Todd, make a, make a persuasion check. Please, mother, please. Very well, but you're responsible for setting his plate and cleaning his dishes. That's okay with me. That is okay. Because he always helps. He's a very polite young man. That he is. All right, go play. As Thank you, you As you mother. go... As you go to run out the door, uh, you see coming to the door a fami another familiar visage, and that is that of your father. And he is about to open the door, but we'll get to you in your next turn. Um, next we have Beep. Beep. This is an interesting one. <laughs> Beep, you find yourself staring at a, vi a version of yourself. One from before you climbed the tree. A obedient young man who was in line to rule the throne of your home country. You see him standing there, smiling at you, without an eye patch, wearing prince-like garb. What are you gonna do? Beep's just gonna walk over and just look down. And then softly sigh. And then he's gonna speak. I used to be like you. But I learned the truth of the world. That nothing matters. That we're all just pawns in the game. The gods play us for fools. And you know nothing of it. Once I was you, and now I only pity my former self. You'll see the expression on your former self change. Starts to frown. Why are you like this? You were so obedient. We were obedient. Father, he worries about you. You know this. 
One day, I am sure I will return to rule, but for now, I will enjoy my life, not with, not walk the path that the gods ordained for me. The gods? No, the gods. Since when were you one who cared of which the gods? The gods are nothing. You and I knew this. We studied them. Uh, we studied them, and that's why we climbed the tree to learn the truth. And then we learned that the gods didn't even exist. Why bother at all? What kind of heretic are you? The gods exist. What else? How else will this world keep on living without the gods? Do you think the realms of all the beast folk, the elves, men, could survive without gods? Of course they could. The gods do nothing but look down upon them. But even so, we too are fake. All of us are fake. All we can do is go past the dream. Take over the dream. That is all we can do. His facial expression will go from confused and borderline sad to angry. And you will see him pull out his kazoo. Didn't our music mean anything to you? Didn't our life as a performer, as the prince, as the showstopper in our kingdom... You left it all behind. You made our mother cry. Shouldn't you pay for your discretions? For your aggravated insults to our family? Why would anyone pay for a crime against someone who doesn't even exist? It's imaginary murder. Imaginary everything. You make no sense. The world makes no sense. Does an 18 hit you? An 18 in armor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You will feel a sharp dagger in your gut. You'll look down and you'll see him stabbing you with the knife. Very knife that your father gave you for your sixth birthday. And you are a version of me that cannot exist. And you will, uh, he will stab you. Uh, you take... <laughs> two points of piercing damage. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and um, we'll go to Zane. Okay. Zane, you go to like pour this acid on your metal on the metal. It starts to turn brittle and break apart. What do you want to do? I can work with brittle metal. There's ways to forge it and forge it again. I will do just that. Okay. So you. I will use what brittle metal I have, forge it into a workable ingot, and then I will work that ingot twice over. Okay. Um, you go to lift the the metal, and it is now. You're now able to lift it. However, it is heavy, and working with it is going to be a challenge. Uh, so what I'd like you to do. 
Oh boy. Do you so what I want you to do is I want you to make a uh it would be a sleight of hand check with a um adding your proficiency. Oh, okay. You're gonna regret that one. Uh twenty-six. Twenty-six. You're able to start you as your confidence is welcomed and your confidence is right because you find yourself um like really working well with this metal and you do recognize this metal it is mithril and as you go to start melting and bending you do notice blueprints schematics that are starting to show up as you begin to as you begin to burn and forge this metal. Uh, it is that of well automatons, war machines. You see one similar to your to your to the warforge that you helped bring to life. Um, schematics that only really make sense to the Ronas and. You feel... I'm going to say... Make an insight check for me. Okay. 20. Not Natty. You feel compelled. Like, it just naturally starts happening. As you thought you were going to make armor, being that you're an armorer artificer, you start to make metal plating. You start to make circuit boards. You start to make... A, a, a bracket to hold a core. You begin to start making a warforged. Um, I'm gonna need you now to make a. What was I gonna do for this? Oh, right. Uh, his, his make a history check. Cool. I'm gonna use my inspiration. <laughs> okay. Either there. I rolled really bad on that first one. Uh, 19. 19. You, your body was taking over and now your mind is. You start to remember the ins and outs, the frustrating hours that you spent attempting to craft sentient life. Attempting to craft your Warforged. And as you start to go through it your muscle memory and your actual memory start to combine and you're knocking this out of the park you are working efficiently without any issues without any hesitation <laughs> and uh, you begin creating a robot essentially your cats are adorable, Todd, by the way. Thank you. This is Dabbler. This is Twister. <laughs> Dabbler looks like he wants to try to paw you. Yeah, she she loves me. They're both girls. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Alright. We move past Zane for right now. And go back to Elka. 
you in front of this dragon. Why are you really here? He asks. Uh, Mowser, you're muted. She's gonna, I'm gonna look a little confused. Like, I just told you why I was here. I have no other reason. You lie. Not only to me, but to yourself. Why are you on this journey? Not the one to claim the gem of life. Your journey in general. I must know. I see your scales. I see you are one of us. Perhaps you're trying to figure out the reason. I see doubt in your eyes, little rabbit. I see confusion. Everyone in my family is gifted with magic except for me. And I am a disgrace, and so I ran away. And I need to figure out how to make my family see that magic isn't the only thing that makes someone powerful. Hmm. A noble cause. Your family seems pleasant, but we'll put that aside. Are you trying to prove that magic isn't the only thing that makes people strong to yourself? Or are you really telling the truth? You really only care about proving it to your family. Because they seem like they would never be swayed. And you know this. I can see it in your eyes. So why would you take on such a futile journey? There must be more. Of course I have to prove it to myself. Well, if I don't believe it, why would they? Well, little rabbit, you have made it to me, which means you've done pretty well for yourself. Those who do not care for their journey, those who have meaningless lives, will never see me or talk in such a matter to me. So. Take solace in that, little rabbit. However, I feel there's more. You're confused. You wish for the validation of someone who would never give it to you. Yet, you refuse to seek it from other people. Those that do care about you. Why is that? Okay, Zachary, out of character. I did not come here for therapy. I told you it'd be painful. Why am I crying right now? I gave you the trigger warning <laughs> before the session, Mousy. So 
like I had a choice. I wasn't gonna be like, all right, bye, I'm not gonna deal with this. Uh, okay, for those who may not question. have seen me on screen, I just like snorted vodka. Good. Can you repeat the question, Zach? Yes. He said, why do you seek validation in someone that will never give it to you? Why do you not seek validation to someone who cares? You seem confused. There must be more. Tell me. I mean, I seek validation from, from my own father. My grandfather, the people that run the family. Mm -hmm. I know my uncles love me and they care about me and they know that I'm doing my best. Father doesn't like them. And your uncles? Is their validation not good enough? Or is their love not good enough? One's father tends to be fickle in their way of teaching and loving. Are you sure your father is not just being stubborn? I'm sure he is. It's probably where I got it from. Have you tried facing him since you've been on this journey? No. I see where I don't want to go home. I see where your confusion lies, then. I can take you to him, you know. I don't I don't think I would want to see him right now. So be it. Well, little rabbit. You seek the gem of life, however, you will not find it with clouded judgment and clouded vision. You will only find it when everything in your life is clear. So take mind to think about what I've asked you, about how you can clear your doubts, clear your confusion, and the gem will appear itself to you. For it has a soul of its own, and it will only come to those who trust in their own journey. We'll go to Ori. If, you, if you're looking at the stream, I'm holding up a heart for you. I told you it would be emotionally damaging. I'm sorry. <laughs> my game's to get away from my life. Yeah, well, you played a, a, tra a traumatized character. What do you want from me? Okay, next time I'm not giving you as much backstory. There. I did the Done. heart backwards. <laughs> Just wrote, don't write a backstory next time. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I gave Next him, like, 
a whole fucking family line and everything. I know, it's pretty great. Like a a joke character, like I did. Yeah, I can tell you did that. Yeah, but he has a complicated backstory that no one knows. (laughs) Yeah, I think you had a a little bit of a advisement on this, and you wrote a script. Just saying. Oh, I wrote my own script. Oh, it's... Is it beat? Yes. Anyways, Ori. <laughs> Beep is most of my script. Hey, uh, what's the, how's his, uh, how's his dummy looking? Uh, probably similar to you. <laughs> uh, damage wise? Yeah, so like, you did, uh, 16, 13, 21, 21, and 16, so that's, uh, 29, 40, no, right? No, 50, uh, 71. Uh, you did 87 damage in one turn. Uh, it's looking... It's, it's, it's looking a little, a little beat up, for sure. Only a little? No. Uh, Okay. Um, Similar to you, a little beat up, you know. But it is, uh, it is its turn, so it's going to, uh... It's going to swing overhand with the axe at you. That's a natural 20. Oof. Uh, shit. Uh, that's... My math be math... Why is dice math so hard, Nate? I don't know. Zach, you're just bad at counting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Zach. Go back to uh, 40 points of slashing damage. Uh, second attack. That's a uh, 27 to hit. It hits. Oh, that's... At least the second attack isn't as bad. Uh, that's uh, 13 points of slashing damage. Uh, the offhand attack with the glaive is going to be 25 to hit. Uh, that is 10 points of slashing damage. Action surge. Another attack. Ooh, that sucks. That's a 14 to hit. Uh, that misses. I'm going to attack now. Because of my superior, superiority die thing. My maneuver. What is that? Uh, whenever an attack misses me, I get to make an attack. All right, hit him. Uh, repost. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to spend that superiority die, though. Yeah, I only have one. Yeah, so you only get to do it once per long rest, yeah. <clears throat> or short rest. Uh, let's see. Let me, uh, get my health first. That's, uh, that's... That's Iron uh, Hands. Sorry, just do it there. That is twenty-seven. Twenty-seven yeah. hit, yeah, definitely. And sixteen damage. Sixteen damage. All right, it's looking a little rough. Um, for its last attack, <laughs> I feel like this is this is payback payback on the ultimate level. Uh, 
That's a natural. That's a nineteen. So it's a crit. Yeah. Uh. But I rolled a two and a one, so that sucks. Uh. So that's a six plus. So it's a twelve points of slashing damage for that crit. And that everybody is how you roll a crit when you're playing Zach. How'd you get forty for that one then? Uh, what, uh... It's, it's two two d two d eight plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So two d eight plus. Uh, it's two two d eight. So I rolled two. I rolled two eights. So it's thirty two, and then it's plus eight for. So it was it was literally a max roll. So oh, I did the math wrong then. Yeah. Fourteen points of slashing damage for that. All right. Um, okay, that's, uh, that's its turn. Your turn. Uh, I was going to say, uh, can you talk now? It just stares at you blankly. Okay. Uh, it'll take a swing. Okay. There's X. Twenty six and seventeen points of damage. Okay. Then extra attack. So thirty and thirty to hit, yeah. 16 more points. Okay. And bonus. It's a nat 19, so it's a crit. <laughs> Damn it. And that is... Uh, that's, let's see. Twenty-two. <laughs> uh, you go to carve into it, and it is, like, barely, st like, literally, barely standing. Okay. Um, okay, well, uh, we'll go, um, it, we'll go and finish you, be, fin finish it off, at least the, the fight. So it's going to, um, it's going to take its great axe and swing at you because it, it literally has a point of HP. Fucking Chris, if I lose. Uh, so that's a... That's that won't hit you. That's a thirteen. All right. 
for its first swing. The second swing of its axe. Oh, that's. Yep, yeah, that'll hit you. So 24. How close are you? Uh, I still have 41 HP. Okay. Maybe. Uh, that's a, a, it's a 16 points of slashing damage. Alright. <laughs> that's a natural 19. For the glaive, which is lucky. Get him. That's a oh, wait, I have 5 temp HP. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so, let me know what that is. So that might save me. We'll see about that because uh, uh, I it, it probably, probably don't even need it. Um, that's a one on the damage die, so that's uh, ten, points of, uh, it's ten points of slashing damage. Let's go. Um, and that is its turn. All right. Uh, just see if I can hit him. Just roll d twenty and see if you hit it. Yeah, that's another nat nineteen. Okay, how do you want? Uh, you you can roll the damage if you want, but how do you want to do this? Uh, yeah, I'll roll it. It's uh twenty one. Okay. Um, I'm going to. I'm just drop my weapons. I'm just gonna start picking. Ripping the straw out. It is a straw dummy, right? A wood, wood and straw. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna start just ripping it apart with my hands. Okay. You start ripping it apart, and uh, as you rip Every it apart, damage. <laughs> you see, uh, you rip it apart, and the piece teleports back to where you're ripping it apart. But it eventually, like, it keeps teleporting back and, like, trying to remend itself. And after you fiercely keep ripping it apart, all the parts fall to the ground, and it just, like, collapses in a heap and transforms back into the dummy that it once was, uh, that it, it once it once was prior to you going into, teleporting into this room. Um, we will get to you on the next turn. Okay. Alara. You're currently on the ground, unconscious, because of a natural one on a constitution saving throw. Yes. Um, you are asleep for about... As far as you could tell, it was only like ten minutes. Um, it was more or less like ten hours. Um, you fully... It is a full rest, full long rest for no. you. As you fall asleep into a dreamland of all sorts of really trippy things. Uh, <laughs> you you see uh, little Ori's flying around with butterfly wings. You see... Um, <laughs> you see real Ori has been here all along. Yes. The mini minotaur. <laughs> you see flying cheese. You see a... Uh, you see a... Uh, like you, you'll look over to your left in this meadow, and you see what looks to be the deer-like stag thing, and then the head of it is actually Zane with his horns popping up. Um, you are having a full-blown acid trip in your dreams right now, uh, and you like look around, and it's just like it's such a great place. 
And then you turn around and look and you see a familiar face. You see a woman. No taller than three feet tall. Uh, Magenta-like skin. Brown, curly hair. Kind of wild looking. She's wearing commoner clothes. Not rags, but commoner clothes. And she's just staring at you. She has nice pointy goblin-like ears. Her teeth are a little bit sharp. You don't recognize her per se. But your best guess is that this could be a version of you when you're older. And it, it, it look, she looks just like you. I turn purple? It's like a pink... Ooh. It's like a pinkish magenta. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's when the blood rushes to your head. Um... She just sits there and stares at you and smiles, and she she just says, It's okay. Everything will be fine. Am I, am I able to speak? Yeah. First of all, Alara's going to be like, Please, God, tell me I don't sound like that when I get older. And then she's going to say, Who are you? <laughs> well, that doesn't matter. But it... Uh, my name is, uh, well, I don't know my name. Hi. Uh, I don't know. You don't know who I am. I know who you are. Then who am I? You're Alara. Okay, but how do you know me, and how did I get here? Well, my dear, uh, it kind of came out of me. I'm your mother. You're my, you're my mom? Yeah. 100%. Don't we look alike? You're a little, sound a little less smarter than me. But I guess, I guess that's why I'm so stupid. Oh, my dear, you're not stupid. You're just slow. Just like I am. <laughs> Oh no, that negative one says a lot. Hold on while I regain my consciousness to reply to that. Um, <laughs> um you know, Alara is it she's in between that like I wanna burst into tears because it's my mom, but she's pissed, bro. She's Emotional damage. Yeah, it's <laughs> She's gonna look her in her eyes and be like Wait, why why did you leave me? You put me in a river, floating down a river, and you left me alone, by myself, as a baby. I know nothing else but Ori. So why did you leave me? Oh, my dear, I didn't leave you. I left you, see, our tribe. Really just, uh, we had a rule. Any female goblins got sent down the river. And why didn't they send you down the river, Grandma? That's what I should say. Well, you see... <laughs> I don't know. They told me to put you in the river, so I did. So you put your only daughter in a river. You're not my only daughter. Oh, so I have siblings. So I have a whole family back at home, and nobody who ever cared about No, me. they're dead. <laughs> Man, Alara Lore is fucking crazy. 
Emotional. Uh, <laughs> Alara's about to hit her pearl moment where she's like, Why are you leaving me? Why are you leaving me? If you like me, I don't understand. <laughs> um, I don't know you. Alara's pissed. You know what? She No, she's, she's mad. She's taking it out. Alright, go for it. You know, I didn't need you. I didn't need you, and I didn't need Dad. I didn't even need my siblings. It's fine that they're all dead, because I have Ori. He's the only one who ever cared about me. And you know what? He gave me a family. We met all these these other crazy people that we've been running around to the ends of the earth with, and they care, but you never cared about me. Because if you cared about me, you would have never sent me down that river. But you did. And that was that your is. choice. She just stares at you, and her face turns angry. I did what I wanted to! Alaris gonna uh, use her grown-up words. <clears throat> you didn't do shit. You abandoned me. When I was at my smallest and my lowest, I had to learn everything else by myself. You'll never be a mom to me. If anything, the only thing I ever had was Ori. She will look at you like her face turns from this kind for like older version of you to just a beast i knew it and she's gonna roll for initiative no, <laughs> <laughs> actually please no <laughs> um funny you bring that up she no, I, gotta, I gotta fight this bitch <laughs> she looks at you and she just goes and she'll jump on you, and as she goes to jump on you, the, the stag will come running up and, like, buck her down, like, with with its horns. It'll look at you and go, Alara, baby, come on. Get on, you. Let the elvis get here. Come on, baby. Elvis is joining the party. Wait, who, just, who just popped in? We the, got a second the bar, stag. Guys. We got a second bar. The stag runs in and just goes, Alara, baby, come on. Oh my god, I love him already. <laughs> I love him. I'm gonna please, love him. please. I'm gonna... <laughs> Make way, Dennis, because here we come. Yeah, he I was gonna say, Dennis, Dennis, who? <laughs> yeah, who is Dennis? <laughs> hey! Oh, by the way, Dennis is just left in is left in the hallway. By the oh way. Oh my God! If Dennis had wait. Dennis where's Dennis? Is he outside the door? He's outside the door, just standing there, confused. Yeah. Zach, Zach, what is Dennis? That he. The truth behind Dennis. That he's secretly a polymorphed halfling that murdered an entire village. Is that is that true? No. There's no way a halfling okay. can do that. Anyways, I'm gonna haul ass on top of this stag. Okay, okay make it make an acrobatics check. I'm hauling ass on top of this stag for my life. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. Oh, hell yeah, baby, get on. <laughs> Just call me Priscilla. <laughs> and he will start galloping, galloping away, and you'll see. Uh, you'll see your mom, quote unquote mom, like morph into like this like rabid harpy like creature just screaming and chasing after you and as he's running he's like well this is a this is difficult all right hang on and he'll just keep running and running and running into like an like an eternal valley dreamscape 
and eventually you'll turn around. Uh, I need to make a, uh, oh my God. Okay. That's a natural 20 for a uh, dexterity check. Um, Wait, is Alan her, bar- <coughs> her father? No. Truly cinematic. I swear to God, Alan's my dad. <laughs> How does that make any sense? I know. <laughs> Alan is not a, uh, not a father. Um, you are Alan. not the father. Yeah, can't I just get a paternity test? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's Maury Cannon to the. Can we world. get an incest? Right. So the next, the next episode is going to be Maury, and it's. Oh my god! De- determining the page, the, the you every character. are not the father. <laughs> um, He's pulling his cock out. Oh my god! <laughs> He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> next session's episode, Doctor Phil. Oh my god! Oh fuck! He's taking me to the ranch. Um, alright. Anyways, so the stag keeps keeps running. He's, well, it's good to meet you, Lara. I'm, uh... Fuck it. I didn't give him a name. Can I name him? My name, my name is, my name is Elvis. Nice to meet you. Yeah! yeah! It's yeah! Cannon! It's Cannon! What's his last name? Stagley? Stagley? <laughs> my name is Elvis Stagley. Nice to meet you. I'm 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 your uh, apparently I'm your spirit guide in this whole thing. Uh, where that lady was fucking crazy. I love this guy. Please let him join us, please. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is the best gag since I am, just, I am just bewildered. I'm turning around. I'm flipping off this fucking Harvey. I'm pissed. Okay. Like I, I'm just like you're not my mom. And as you run through this this eternal ethereal forest. Mind you, mind you, this is all happening in your uh, in your tripped out uh, dream, um, and you like you get about what you think is probably at least thirty miles away, and you no longer see this crazed out mother version of or uh, harpy version of your mother, uh, and he'll just stop, and he's like, "Oh, well, that was a gallop." Um, well, uh, I suppose I should tell you what the hell's going on in here. Uh, you kind of, you kind of touched my nose, and all of a sudden you passed out. So I figured I have to come save you. Um, nice to meet yeah, you. I kind of want to know why you kind of gave me a heart attack there when I touched your nose, and then you brought out that thing that looked like it came out from the pits of hell. Well, that, that's that's not my fault. That's uh, that's just the fey magic working. Uh, can't really uh. Can't really do much about that, but, um, hey, uh, do me a favor, uh, can you, um, can you give me scratches by my ears, please? I get itchy back there, I don't, I don't have, I have hooves, I have to rub it against a tree and everything's a fucking dream here, so it doesn't work. The best I can offer is a slice of cheese. You can't scratch my ears? Fine. So I, I go up there and I start scratching his ears. Oh, thank God, this, I've had this itch for like 130 years. Please tell me his little leg is kicking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh... You know, I can't complain. You saved my life. I, I, I did... You did make me pass out, but you got me out of there, so I, I owe you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, uh, little, little lady. Um, hey, so, um... Where are we? I was and you'll you'll look you you'll look around and you are in a valley surrounded by massive like vertical cliff ledges 
And you just look around like, uh, I've never been here before. Listen, I looked at a statue and I told them that I killed a man and then I came here. And the truth is, I have never killed a man. I just eat cheese, I shit, and I sleep. You lied to the Sentinel statues and they let you in? No wonder they sent you to me. All right. Well, um, let me say something. Uh, you did not get the good ending or the good, the good, uh, spirit guide. I suck at my job. Um, but well, you did a pretty good job back there. Ah, thank you. I try. Um, do you know how we get out of here? I was hoping you'd tell me. Well, it looks to me like we both have autism, don't we? Uh, I, what, what, I'm not aware of what that is, but uh, I'll take your word for it. I'm just sighing. I'm about I'm about to sob. It's sobbing time. <laughs> it's Morgan time, boys. <laughs> oh, he'll notice saying, "Oh, uh, Larry, please, please don't, don't go, don't go break my heart too." Uh, Where are we? Where is Ori? What is going on? Well, uh, I think this is a dream, so maybe, uh... You think if you kick me hard enough with your back hoof that I'll wake up? Uh, <laughs> I, I certainly could try, but may, maybe you should just, uh... No, no, think, maybe, wake up? I, I don't know how these dream things work. I am never lying to a statue ever again! <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, it's... You... Don't... Don't cry. Uh, I'm going to sit down. It'll make, me, it'll make me cry if you cry. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pull out this moldy ass slice of cheese and just start gnawing on it and I'm crying at the same time and there's snot coming out of my nose and it's just... I'm like... <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand him a slice of cheese. It, uh, instead of a hoof, you'll see, you'll see a hand grow out of his hoof. You know, go, thank you, baby. What in the nine hells? <laughs> this is all a dream. This is all a dream, baby. You can do whatever the hell you want. What kind uh, of fever dream is this? Good question. And he'll start you eating the cheese. You have COVID. <laughs> this is very you much just like a COVID dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Jesus, you're so right. Uh, well, I mean, uh, have you thought about maybe just waking up? Like, you know, waking up? Well, I feel pretty awake. I mean, we just ran away from that thing. He'll, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm wide awake. He'll reach over with his horse hands and pinch your cheek. Oh, damn it. Ow. You feel that. All right. Well, shit. Wait. Uh, is this a dream? Is this real life? Oh, shit. Is this real life? I'm pretty sure it's real life because those freaking statues sent us here. Oh, God damn it. Stupid fucking stone statues. Um, oh, sorry. I'm supposed to be the guy here. I told you I wasn't good at my job, right? Um, shit. I don't know. Maybe, uh, oh, right. And he will, like, lift up his chin, and there's, like, a little bell under his chin. I'm supposed to ring this bell when you're ready to wake up. You knew that the entire time? I never said I was that smart, you know, like, but here, let me, I, I can't, my, 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 my dear 
arms don't that, bend that way. Why can't you just grow another hand out of your hoof? Matter of fact, just grow it out of your ass and ring the bell. Oh, that's a good idea. And you'll see another hand start to form. Oh, God. I have his hand. And you'll <laughs> grab it. And you'll start ringing it. You feel anything yet? Make a, uh, make a, uh, we'll go with a wisdom saving throw. Fourteen. You will feel like the slightest little, uh, like, migraine hit you, and then you'll open up your eyes, and as you open up your eyes, you'll see the dream world will disappear into reality, and as the dream world's disappearing, you'll say, oh, damn it, it was that easy? Oh, okay. I'm gone now. And uh, you'll wake up, and there is a giant fucking stag that has now collected you and is like curled up in a ball with its head on top of like head like nuzzled against your body keeping you warm as you wake up uh, Elvis <clears throat> it'll like do a little deer chuff at you can I cast speak with animals yes I don't have to, I don't have to do anything for that really I'm pretty sure... Well... Do I have your character sheet open? Spell save DC 18. Is that for a willing creature? Um... I feel like... Hold on. Speak... Let me just... Oh, it's not saying this. Speak with animals is a, um... Uh... It's like what... It's not written in Um... Wait, can druids just speak with animals? Wait... I think we can. I'm pretty sure. Speech of the woods. Yes, you can. I'm gonna look at and be like, Elvis, right? You're still Elvis? <laughs> yes, baby. Alright, well, you're coming with me now, okay? Uh, sir. I certainly cannot, but you... What, what, what do you mean you can't? I'm we so... have some stupid donkey with us, so why can't we bring you? Honey, I am way too big to be crawling through these labyrinths. Well, then just... Uh, I cast Polymorph. What are you polymorphing him to? Oh, not Polymorph. I meant, um, <laughs> fuck. Um, can I reduce? It only lasts, it only lasts for like... Pretty sure it only lasts for, for like a minute. And we'll just haul ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, you look around, by the way, and there, with your passive perception, there is no like immediate way to get out of this. Fuck. Okay. Um. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. They've tried that before, and it ended really badly. So I can get out, but you can't. Yeah, baby. Well, I don't like this. Uh -huh. yeah, I'm gonna stomp my little foot. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning into it. Fuck it. I mean, I Go could. Back. I could. Could I polymorph him into a small animal? You certainly can. I absolutely can. But what are my options? He will lose all intelligence, though. He already barely has any. Any, anything. Anything. 
But if you do that, he may not be Elvis anymore. I'm going to polymorph him into a frog. Oh, so geez. I can just put him with Froggy on top of my head, and we're going to bust out of there. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Toads have a have an intelligence of two. Perfect. So he uh, he will no longer be Elvis. Um, he will have to roll a a save. Uh, what's the um, DC? Are right, good. Spell save DC 18. Uh, well, the, uh, so the room, any spell cast upon the guardian, um, uh, gives advantage on spell save DCs. So, is a plus for, what is it? It's a, it's a wisdom saving throw or a, uh, Wisdom for. saving throw, throw, yes. To okay. Oh, that's 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 really high. That's a seventeen. So you just watch this giant fucking stag just <laughs> down into a down into a toad, and it's concentration up to an hour. Just as an FYI. All right, I'm gonna look at it. And be like, all right, listen. I'm gonna put you on top of my head, and we're gonna get out of here. I pick him up and be like, Elvis, this is Froggy. Get accustomed to each other. Froggy will punch Elvis in the face. No! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, Froggy will look at him and just go, Ribbit. Ribbit. Perfect, you guys are acquainted. Now let's get the hell out of here. That's what Elvis sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we go past Lara. Um, Thaddeus, back yeah, to you, buddy. You go to the open door, and uh, you see your dad starting to walk in. You hands reach for the for the uh, handle. Um, at the same time, you open it. And uh, you see your dad, probably now for the first time in a long while. It's been it's been some time, two decades, three decades now. Heck, even yeah, way longer than that actually. And he just goes, "Oh, my boy, good to see you. Uh, uh, where where are you going?" Um. Oh, I was going to go out, and Mother said it was okay. I was going to meet with uh, my friend, and that noetic Mother said, boy. Yes, noetic from the but... other village, and she, she said noetic could join us for dinner if he, if I take care of his dishes, <clears throat> which I will, Dad. Honey, you yes, know Papa? what? Oh, I'm not speaking to you, my boy. And you look to your mother. I told you that I didn't want any guests for dinner. And she, well, I, uh, I told him it would be all right. He, we almost, we, we never let Noetic come over here. Well, uh, I'm just. She'll roll a persuasion check. Natural. 
20. And she'll just go, uh, it's it's only for the it's only for the night, and he'll go home right away. Well, honey, it's it's uh, he wouldn't be able to. Sp the village, I mean, that is, you you know the distance between the two villages. It's it gets dark out, and I just didn't. Very well, he'd have to spend the night. He can spend the night. I in separate I, he can rooms. Stay in my room with me. In separate rooms. He can stay with me, Dad. Make a persuasion check. Not sure why you always. I don't get it, Dad. God, I, f I could just feel the internalized. Uh, I just dread that I have playing this character. Can't you, Father? You fuckwad. No. What did you roll? I'm trying to find. <laughs> I get to the right screen. Persuasion. What am I rolling again? Pers persuasion. So we all just collectively hate our parents. <laughs> Most of you, yeah. Uh, Zane doesn't, but you know. Or he has good parents. Listen, they're just little shit. Fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, she said your siblings are dead. Probably because of you, Mom. Father, we won't make noise. I promise. We'll be quiet. My son. You must have... I've told you this. You have to have uninterrupted eight hours of sleep a night when you're a young lad. It, gro it grows to where you only have to meditate like myself and your mother, but when you're young, you must sleep. And having a friend in the room is not pertinent to that. Father, so, he is also half what we are, and he has to do the same. I don't understand why you don't like him. Is is it his father? Is it his because he's half human? I don't. I will. I will I'm know. Trying, father. I really am trying to understand why you don't like my friend. I will hear no more of this, Thaddeus. Go play. Fine, mother. We will be here. I will take care of his dishes. And if Daddy prefers, I will do the laundry after he leaves. He will not say any words. As you walk out, you will hear very loudly, I told you not to bring any more of his friends to this house. He's distracted enough. He will never leave this clan. And you hear the standard yelling that your father does to your mother as you normally leave the house to go and play. Uh, I will not RP him anymore because he disgusts me. Um, <laughs> no, nah, that's one a lie. One day, Father, one day I will return and I will slit your throat for your hatred. So you wander off to go find Noetic. You wander into the woods. Um, but as you wander into the woods, you can't find him. He's nowhere to be seen. You're confused. Normally, he's at the rock. He's at the meadow in the rock. He's there, always. Anytime you're... Anytime... Every day. He's always there, around the same time. But he's not there. But you do see another person there. Someone un unfamiliar. To you, at first. You see a man... 
elvish make. Unfamiliar. But then, familiar. It's hard to tell. But as you get closer, you see long black hair. Pointy ears. Pale complexion. And now you're staring at a person that you don't know who it is. You, you immediately think... You, you snap back to your own reality. You go back from being the boy that is Thaddeus to being the man that is Thaddeus. And... You think for a brief second that you're about to have to... That you may have to fight Torben all by yourself. Because this looks like Torben. But you blink your eyes and it's not him. It's a man with black, long black jet hair. He looks at you and smiles and says, Oh, hello. I, I, uh... Who are you, young man? Thaddeus. Thaddeus Sterling. Very... Formerly of the House of Sterling. Formerly? And he'll look at you and you'll look down and your hands are still tiny. You're still a child. Did your parents kick you out? One or... day they will. Well, how do you know that? I don't know how to answer that, but I do. Hmm. Well. This is a... I really like this view of the sky from here. These woods have always enchanted me, but I just... You know. Sometimes it's... Better just to sit on the woods and look up at the sky. And you, sir... Do you have a name? Oh, I'll go by many names. Um, you said you're, uh, you're Sterling, yes? Did you, uh... Yes. Have you ever, um... Have you ever uh, heard of a Haldir Sterling? It was a... It was a friend of mine, though, probably. Yeah. A few uh, lifetimes ago. My grandfather? Oh, your Haldir's grandfather. My, oh, nice to meet you. My name is Ontalis Verbenis. Nice to meet you. Um, this is a strange port. And then you'll see, jumping through the trees, Noetic kind of like stop. And you see him off in the distance, like looking at you very confused. Uh, looks like he has a bandage over his knee. Um, looks like he may have fallen and gotten scraped up. And his mom had to patch him up before he went out and played. Um... I, 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 well, young man, I, 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 obviously you, you seem very uncomfortable. Um, do let your father know that, um, Ontalus the Great, uh, would love to see him. Um, I, I knew your father when he was just a, just a wee lad, just like yourself, so. Um. Yeah? Yes? With all due respect, I'm a younger man and it's probably not proper for me to ask this question. But when you knew my father when he was younger? Of course. Was he a hateful man? Hateful, no. He was much like your grandfather. Um, optimistic and no, full I of life. Confused. I think they're confused. My grandfather's a, he's a wonderful person. He talks of mysterious things, but... Papa, Papa is just rigid, strict. It's like he's angry all the time. Well, that's a real shame. He, 
It's like I can never... He doesn't like my friends. And there's one of them, Thaddeus. Aren't you Thaddeus? Your, your name's Thaddeus. Your friend named Thaddeus? I'm sorry. It's my friend Noetic. And he'll look up. Oh! I fell for play. Well, I'm sure your father, if he's as rigid as, as you say, doesn't like him very much. Um. Well. Thaddeus, I'll tell you one thing about uh, for a. Uh, Take it from an elf that's lived a very long life. Uh, I'm... I'm going to be... Real, really honest. I, sometimes the lives of elves... Turn them into either... Um, relentless scholars. Relentless hunters. Sometimes dignitaries. And sometimes... People lose the will to continue living. And your father sounds like he's... Not very happy with his life, how it turned out. And don't- He has everything. Don't take- well, don't take that as a slight towards you and your mother. I'm sure he loves you very much, and I'm sure he wants what's best for you, at least in his eyes. But- Mother always agrees with him, and he's always so wrong. He's only wrong in your eyes, your child. Don't, please, please. No. There, there is something to be said about age. You know this. You can't be much older than... Well, you're just a young elf. You'll learn eventually. I hate learning. And you'll, like, you'll see him kind of look down. Wasn't I supposed to be in a cave? Why, why am I in here? And he'll, like, look at you. Do I know you? I think... I don't know what to think. Oh, well. Right, what was that? And he'll point over your shoulder. You see a jet black haired, elvish looking man in long black and red, black, red, and, gr and gold robes staring at you intently. You see little fangs coming out of the coming out of his mouth you see a smile crack across his face you go around out of muscle memory to look up where noetic is and he's no longer there you turn to ornthalus where he should be instead of ornthalus being there you see the man you see torben staring at you intently smiling he will say nothing as you will wake up and you're just in a weird stone room. Just a, almost like a hallway. And behind you is a asleep Ornthalus. Now with lightly dyed brown hair. He's just kind of sleeping. Ornthalus, wake up. Oh, what the, what the fuck? Uh... Where are we? What? Oh, here. And he'll like, Why did I see you as a child? I don't know. Everything. It's been odd. Yes. Very odd. 
Barry, yes. Okay. I saw Tolvan again. Yeah, was that what that 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 douchebag-looking guy? The guy with the that dark. Would be an understatement. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm not very familiar with that word, but Tolvan uh, is the devil. Evil, evil, the the, the rude, um, likes to be a, a dickhead, you know that that type of. Anyways, I don't know uh, if I would give him the respect of being a dickhead, but maybe a prick. Right. Yes. Um. Okay. Oh, let's uh, find. Let's go find the others. Where's Salika? Where the fuck are you? Oh shit! Where's my do where's my dwarf? Um. Yes, where are the others? Whoa. You'll, like, look around. We'll go that way, and you'll point in a random direction. Down the hallway. Okay. And uh, now we'll go to Beep. Beep, having this conversation with yourself, he's now stabs you in the gut, and he says, This version of me must never live. What are you going to do? Beep is just... Uh, hold on. Before I, before I do anything. Yeah. Is his, stand, is his hand still on the dagger? Yeah. Okay. Beep is very gently going to place his hand over his other version's hand and not try to remove it. Mm -hmm. He's just going to place it there. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to talk. All right. We have no need to fight. We are one. Our ideals have changed, but we are still the same. You lived in a world where the gods existed, and all was real. We went to the tree to learn the truth of the world. During the great drought that brought death and devastation abound for our people. After seven days and seven nights, the great light atop that tree burned a hole in our skull, and we were only healed by the holy waters below. Yet, we, yet still we could not see from that burnt eye. It was then we learned that the gods our people revere would do nothing, and that all we could do was wait. Why then do we serve as kings and queens of our people who believe in the falsehood of the divine? I have nothing against you. I have nothing against my past self. All I have is pity in myself, and that while I prayed alone in my room, I could have been out tilling the fields and helping those who depended on me. I may have lost an eye, but now I see the world for what it is, a playground. I will enjoy my youth and have fun in this imaginary world before I accept my place in it yet again in Ushar. Until then, I will be the dreamer who has awoken from the dream. If you have qualms still, I understand. And at that moment, Beep will pull up his eye patch, and underneath his eye patch is a pure, glowing yellow light that's just, just coming straight out, like a beacon. Make a persuasion check with advantage. I do have more, by the way. Okay. But I'll do that after the persuasion check. Have you just been sitting here writing a monologue? No. <laughs> Why would you? Why did you think that? Because that was dope. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's not even a natural twenty, baby. All right. Continue, anyways. Oh, holy yeah. fuck! 
Uh, that's very deserving of what the fuck you just said. You see what the truth has done to us. The golden glow we hide is the absolution of our sin. Yet also the only proof of it that remains. The fact that we killed our elder brother when we were young to secure the throne for ourselves. We secured it, made it look like an accident. And now what? What did we prove? We proved ourselves a killer. And it didn't matter in the first place. We still continue on our quest to fully awaken from the dream. To one day try to bring him back to life. I will redeem myself. I will right the wrongs of the past. And become a person worthy of the throne he stole. You will see your other self his hands start to like grow lighter and, and wait the dagger itself will start to dissolve your wound will start to heal you will regain your HP and as he's as he's dissolving away he'll look at you and say promise you'll bring him back he did not deserve what the death we gave him I promise and you'll see him fade away and at the base of this tree, you do see a familiar... It's hard to describe, but... Um, in your youth, you... Uh, you were one for playing around with uh, different, different musical instruments and different... Um, just different toy instruments. And sitting at the base of this tree are a plethora of... Toy violins, toy banjos, toy bagpipes. There's a kazoo that you recognize as the one that's literally in your pocket. Um, not the one you play, but the one you keep for keepsake. And there's toy drums. There's bongos. There's war drums. There's all sorts of all sorts of instruments that seem to be there, and they all just seem to be laid out for you to choose whatever you like. People reach down toward the kazoo that he keeps as his keepsake. And he'll just silently look at it. And then place it in his pocket and look up at the tree. And just remain silent. The tree's no longer growing a magenta. It's growing the same harsh pale blue that the top of the tree in God's Valley glows and it pulses outwards you close your eyes thinking that the very same golden beam will will burn your retina your other retina out you close your eyes and you blink and you look around and you are currently in the center of some sort of stone cavern. Uh, seems to be dimly lit, uh, like, campfire that uh, had just been put out. And sitting in front of you is a uh, is Selica Orin, the uh, the dwarvish um, companion of, uh, of Ornthalus, kind of sitting there, like, just kind of trying to keep himself warm, waiting to see you, waiting... And, Heels just looking and go, ah, I was kind of waiting for you to wake up, so. Beep. 
That's right, you're not one much for conversation. Alright, we should probably, probably find the others. Peep's just gonna, like, go reach to his pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, does he still, like, I, can I tell if I'm out of the dream yet? Yeah. Or am I still in it? Uh, you, you, so where are you trying to reach in your pocket to see? If I have paper to, like, write on. Yeah, you reach in. There's, there's slips of paper. Okay. Um, can I tell if I'm still in the dream at all? Make a perception check. Oh, sorry, that was with advantage. I'll, I'll take the 19. Um, okay. yeah, you can tell. You're not in a dream anymore. Okay. Beep's just going, um, to write down, where are we? Ah, uh, somewhere in the vaults, I guess. Um, then he's gonna also write down, did we get past the door? I think so. Well, then Beep is just going to go along with uh, Celica then. Okay. So, top of the order. Zane. By now, you have complete completed most of the plating in the circuitry for this automaton. Uh, although, the only thing you're missing now is a core. You don't know if there could be a core here. Do I still have the one on me from prior? Yes, you do. I'll put that in. Okay. Um. Okay, by the way, okay, Lexi, have a good night. Good night. That's fine. Um, so, you pop that core in. Immediately, power starts to surge through your hand. And it's... It reverberates your armor, that is, your liquid armor that is on you. And you immediately have to let your hand off, like, take your hand off. And as you do that, um, you look around. And... You are flat on your ass because of the power that came from that core. And you are now looking at an automaton or a, a warforge. And he is live. He is working. And he looks down at you and goes, Initiating life sequence. I. Requesting name. Master? Yes. Um, <sighs> names are always such a hard thing to give. You shall be known as Terra. Regis what you choose to do with this life is your choosing. Registering. Name. Terra. T-E-R-A. Confirm? Yes. Hello, sir. My name is Terra. I am at your disposal however you see fit. That's not how this is going to work this time, bud. I, I do not understand. You should go out. 
and experience the world as you see fit. How, how should I do that? Learn from the places and experiences and people that you meet along the way. And just try to live a good, full life. What is life? It's the time that you're awake and around people. The good and the bad. It good. is what makes us who we are. Okay. Do not... Uh, I, I don't understand. Uh... But okay. You'll learn. Comes with time. Okay. Okay. And he will kind of like look at Lucas and I do not know where to go. That's the neat part in life. Sometimes you just kind of go where you're needed. Not exactly where you're supposed to be. He'll like, like look around. A doorway. You'll look past you. And you'll see like this uh, in the mirrors. You will see a door that is formed. and But it has no knob. <laughs> but it's very clearly like a, like a door. Like it's like a rectangled slot inside this mirror. Shall we try it, Master? Absolutely. That's only one way to go. And he will... Uh, Tara will walk with you. He'll push on it. Doesn't quite know how to use his arms yet. Uh, because I'll, he I'll kind of I'll kind of show him. <laughs> he rolled a, he rolled a natural four, so uh, I, I I cannot manage. All right, what do I need me to roll? <laughs> uh, you can roll an investigation check to see if there's anything that you can uh, procure. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. You would see that, oddly enough, there is a tiny, there is a hole big enough for someone to fit their fist in at the very bottom of the door. Okay. I'll show Tara what to do. Kind of give him some life experience. Yeah, don't stick your hand in, hands in random holes. Um, yeah. He will put his hand down there. I am feeling a weird, sharp sensation. Is this normal? Not always. I really don't know if I like this. And he will turn his hand to the left and the door will pop open. When he brings it out, I'll take out two lodestones and cast mending on his arm. Oh. Thank you, Master. This is great. I'll come with you. Okay. So you're going to walk through the door? Yep. Okay. You walk through the door, and you open your eyes, and you are currently asleep, or on the ground, uh, next to a sleeping Ori. I'm just going to kind of tilt my head a little and poke the big guy and see if he's awake. He's still sleeping. You turn around. Terra isn't there, but the core, the Warforge core, is sitting on the ground next to you. I'll pick it up and put it back in my 
as you, as you pick it up, you hear, Master, it is good to see you. You're a bit without your body now. Well, you can always get you a new one. Oh, this farm's okay. I can talk to you, at least. Ha ha. Ha <laughs> ha. True. I... I'm feeling tired. Probably Shutting... best if you go into stasis for a while. Shutting down. And you hear just the... <laughs> Shut down. But you look around. Ori is still sleeping currently. Um, Elka. You are back to your emotional roller coaster. Um, the dragon will look at you. I can only show you the way. Which way is correct? How to find your friends. Whether or not you find the gem of life. Now that... That is entirely up to you. Do you wish to be with your friends again, or would you like to go on this journey alone? I think... I'd eventually get back to my friends. Either way, right? Well, they may be dead, but... Perhaps. The vaults are a tricky place. There's rooms upon rooms. Sometimes illusions upon illusions. You have to have a clear mind, as I said, to make your way through this labyrinth. You may even actually find your way back to the real me. Then perhaps I should continue the journey. I could show you to your friends. Oh, hey, friend. He seems to be... Well... She... I assume this is a she. She seems to be asleep with two frogs on her head. I have a way of finding her. Later. She'll be okay. Or I could give you just a random stone cave that you could explore through. I can't put you where you need to go, but I can put you in a place to go. You said you could show me that you could lead me towards a journey, right? To If that is what you'd like. If I can figure out how to accept myself, I'll be better in the end for everybody, I think. It's a brave cause. Brave step. Very well. Well, here's three doors. And he will, he will like, lift his little, his, his big claw up in the air and three doors will shoot up. The one on the left is to your friend. She's sleeping soundly and she's safe. The one in the center is a random place somewhere within the labyrinth. The one on the right will bring you to your 
you, we'll call it a trial. A journey. Choose wisely, little one. Uh, I will take a, look, a second to look at the door that I know leads to Alara, and trusting that the dragon is telling the truth that she is safe, I'm gonna go to the right door. You're gonna step through? Yeah. Okay. Good luck, and you will step through, and you feel you will find yourself not stepping onto a firm platform, but you'll find yourself free falling. And you keep falling and falling. 100 feet, 200 feet, 500 feet, 1,000 feet, maybe. And then you see the bottom. And it is jagged, sharp rocks with a slight breeze coming up from them. Do you trust the fall? I'll probably be scared at first, but uh, think to myself that this is probably some sort of dream, and if it's not, then I'm dead either way. Okay. So, I'm not going to be too scared of it. So you're trusting the fall? Yes. You proceed to fall down and you feel an immense pressure hit your chest, hit your stomach, your thigh, your head, as multiple jagged rocks pierce into your body. You fall limp onto the onto the spikes. And then you wake up. You are currently somewhere in this labyrinth of caves. Uh, in front of you is a waterfall that has a bridge, a rope bridge going across it. Uh, there's a waterfall to your left and the rope bridge is going out across the gully. The rope bridge is, doesn't look safe, um, but we'll get to that probably next session. Um, but you take, you take care of your surrounding. You look around and it's just this waterfall and a giant tunnel behind you going the other way you find yourself on this cliff ledge next to this waterfall but now Ori Ori you find yourself ripping into this dummy bringing it to pieces and as you kind of sit down to take a break you feel your body go heavy and then you wake up with Zane poking you Oh. Uh, uh, he'll he'll look around, see who's what's around him. Uh, you look around. You're in just in this like weird cavern tunnel. Um, it's uh probably thirty feet tall ceilings. Um, why the the tunnel itself is probably twenty feet wide. 
Uh, who's with me? Zane. Zane or... Just okay. Zane. I hope poke Zane and say, are you made of wood? No, I'm, uh, I'm here. Okay. Not made of wood. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Wood doesn't talk back. That is true. Well, I, I never, I didn't get that far. You guys start to hear footsteps behind you. Heavy, labored footsteps. And they're closing in very quickly. And then, and they're getting rapid, more rapid. Is my health? You are current. Your HP is at what it was after the fight. Okay. Well, shit. That doesn't sound good. Uh, 20. For what? Uh, oh, your HP is at 20? Yeah. Fuck. Guess I'll chug in these health potions. You guys can make a perception check if you want to try to see what's coming through the darkness. Yeah, okay. I would love to see what's coming through the you darkness. You both have dark vision, yeah. Go ahead and make a perception check. My perception's ass. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Mine is too. You don't want to know what I roll. I ain't seeing shit. Might. Uh, I, I'm at one, but. Oh, fuck. Ten? Or you see a silhouette, a large silhouette, shorter than you, but um, humanoid, probably seven, eight feet tall, wandering through, and you hear now footsteps to the clattering of wood, and you just barely make out a, uh, a silhouette of a large, giant human of some sort, and as it gets closer, he goes, well, you look like shit. And uh, stepping through, uh, stepping through the darkness is Alan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah, was a. Alan. Yeah, that's I can't just... tell. I was a little, bit, I was a bit teary for Alan, so I wasn't sure. You, uh, yeah, it look, you look a little bit like shit there, Ori. Are you all right? Uh, I'll, I'm be okay. You sure? I can heal yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that'd be nice. You'll, you'll cure wounds you've uh we'll just go fifth level do six level fine actually i don't think Seventh. he i don't think he has a six no he, he <laughs> has know. he has a fifth level he can burn eighth level ninth tenth eleven nate i can't count to begin with please stop <laughs> i'm counting <laughs> 40 points of I counted to you. 11 kind of 40, 40 points, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that was interesting. Um, uh, did anybody, anybody else have a really bad dream? Yes. I thought it wouldn't Actually, kill me. Mine wasn't terrible. What'd you dream about? <laughs> my, I dreamt about my parents and how my father was an asshole. And, uh, Dreamt about my mother watching her die. And, uh, yep. dreamt about getting bit by the werewolf that my dad sent after me. Yeah, it was rough. Turn. Does everyone have, like, really bad parents? 
Mine was about building another goddamn dwarf forge. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. It is not when you have just to explain the life. Just had an arts and crafts session. <laughs> well, not, not when you know what they're used for normally. <coughs> the dummy almost killed me. It kind of looked like me too, so it was kind of haunting. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, uh... Who's all in this group, Zach? Uh, Alan, Zane, and Ori. Okay. Well, I, I guess it... we should head that way, since I came from that way, and back there's a dead end. Okay. You see a lair anywhere? No, I haven't. They're the first two I've seen. Damn. So, hopefully she's alright. How about anyone else? You have any inkling of where they could be? Well, I could... Is there any more to this cave that you explored, or is it just a dead end? Literally, I woke up a thousand feet back in that tunnel. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, at least I found you two. Now we just gotta find Weaver, Valera. Yeah, everybody else. That's probably better than counting them down. Um, I hope we find uh, Thaddeus last. That's rude. You mean Thaddeus Sterling of the House of Sterling? Yeah, I'm so sick of hearing that. <laughs> he's not, He got kicked out. We keep telling he's, he's in denial. He's at the first stage of grief for like the last six months. Yeah, that's... He may need to see a therapist. You seem like a good guy to talk to. Maybe you should talk to him. He'll just raise an eyebrow. Hell no. Yeah, see, so you're not such a good guy. <laughs> Anyways, let's go find our friends, I guess. I'm tired of being in fucking caverns with you guys. Well, we didn't like choose caves. to be in the cavern. Well, we didn't choose the cavern life. The cavern life chose us, okay? Actually, I, I'm not really a fan of caves either. My worst experience in my life was in a cave. But can't you, like, not get lost? That was in the point of the cave. Yeah, I'd rather not be in a cave. But, you know, it's almost like we're, uh... It's almost like we're destined to r run through, uh, dungeons and meet dragons. Yeah. It's weird. It's like we're... It's like we're in... It's like we're playing a it's board. Like we're, like we're playing a board like game or something. It's like it's you almost call like it we're dungeons playing. and and no dragons and dungeons, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's, a, like a, that's enough for all these on dangerous missions, like a like a suicide squad. That's enough fourth wall breaks from us, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Zane's mind just exploded. <laughs> <It's> just just. <laughs> <laughs> Just mega mind head explodes. <laughs> um, Alright, well I suppose we should just go forward then, since that's all we can do. Sounds good. Alright. Uh, and then for Vivra, uh, Vivra will wake up in a single, in a stone room by himself, and he will panic. But we'll get to him next session. As all of you uh, begin to try to figure out what's next, how to find your friends, most of you, some one of you, uh, what's next in your journey, how to find yourself and find a clear mind about who you are, uh, we will 
get to that next session next week as I have a shit ton of stuff to write for you, Mousy. Uh... Emotional damage. There's going to be more of that. <laughs> the other one who chose, chose to play the uh, traumatized bunny rabbit. You know what? All of our characters are just a little bit of us on the inside, so I feel like I'm just a traumatized bunny rabbit. Yeah, not really. Uh, I play serial killer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if it ain't, maybe you just want to kill people. Elka, really. I don't know your life. Something. I'm a you pretty peaceful guy. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> play a guy that's angry at the world. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> this this entire this entire oh yeah this this group is. Oh, uh, we're just playing ourselves. This entire group is is just the embodiment of a uh, well. If it ain't the consequences of my own actions. I play an int I play a pure nihilist who doesn't give a flying fuck about anybody. Actually, Ori has cool parents like me, so maybe I, I am playing myself. Damn. Anyways, thanks for playing, guys. <laughs> Love you. I heard Beep's whole name and I just like blanked out because of how long it was. Oh, yeah, I've also like, forgotten. I was writing stuff down too, and I didn't write it down. What is uh, for for the uh, sake for the sake of their notes, just for their internal notes? What say his name fully for Arval us? Neronia Cantero. I'm not gonna write that down. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay, a very RV. long name. Can you send if that to me any? If you'd like to I'll know, draw, I'll drop it in D and D. If you'd like to know which island he's from, I will show you. It's he's from God's Valley. It's from where Cumlock from Helheim. Helheim. He's the Prince of Helheim. Congratulations, you guys got a beep the lore dump, which is hilarious to me. But, beep the lore. Yep. Beep lore. Beep lore is just beep. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for playing. Uh, we will hopefully have a full house next week. Um, and uh, we will uh, dive into more of the um, the, the thing that Mousy keeps clicking. Um, that uh, that emotional damage thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Everyone have a wonderful night. I'll be right back. All right, guys. We're going to end it there. Uh, it is uh, 10.30. Wow. Right on, pretty much right on the dot. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully on time. Hopefully we'll have everybody here. Um, and we will... Yeah, she might be here next week. <laughs> Put me, me, her friend, her dungeon master, putting her, putting her through uh, emotional trauma. Um, I told her it would be rough. Like... This, is the, this whole thing is about finding your true self and, and like, discovering... Uh, discovering your own flaws and what makes you makes what makes them them you know so that's that's kind of where we're going with that but we'll find out anyways it's enough emotional trauma for the night everyone have a wonderful rest of your week i'll, I'll listen to your issues with it with it this week there <laughs> but uh we'll uh we'll we'll see how this goes uh, everyone thank you for watching uh we'll be back next week same time and uh now see what did you post why is nightbot spamming huh sorry i know you can tell you can tell me what it is later but um anywho thank you for watching 
Have a wonderful night and uh, happy new year, guys. Uh, didn't get to say that, but happy new year. Uh, happy 2024. Hopefully this year will be better than the last. It can only go up from there. So, okay. Bye-bye.